right, welcome to this critical financial update. Mike Adams here, March 24th. Russia has just announced that they're going to demand payment for their natural gas in rubles from most countries, basically all countries that are not friendly to Russia, which is all the countries of Western Europe and many other countries around the world. So this is a bombshell. This will accelerate the total collapse of the US dollar. And it's critical that you understand what just happened. Now, over the last couple of days in my Situation Update podcasts, which are kind of lengthy, I get it, and not everybody has an hour and a half to listen to that. So let me summarize something. All fiat currencies are going to zero. The future of currency will be a commodities-backed system. So because of the total collapse that's coming, the global debt collapse, debt implosion, which will bring down the currencies as well, you know, from all the money printing and the inflation, everything else. No one in the world will trust fiat currencies after this massive collapse, which will also kill a couple of billion people, by the way, or maybe more from famine, starvation, you know, violence, riots, all that kind of stuff. That's not the subject of this podcast, but you get the idea. In the future, the only currency that anyone will trust will be a currency that is backed by something real. It will have to be backed by something real. What things are real? It's commodities. Now think about what is really meant by commodities. And I'm going to use this in a fairly broad sense. Commodities include precious metals, gold and silver, also industrial metals, palladium, copper, tungsten, uh, cobalt, aluminum, magnesium, and so on. In addition, it includes energy, natural gas, and oil, and then it also includes food commodities, wheat, corn, soy, you know, pork bellies, as they're called on, on the trading markets, and so on. So those are commodities. Now, Russia, to understand the context here, Russia is one of the wealthiest countries in the world in terms of its natural commodities. Russia has about 30% of all the world's commodities in its possession. Russia used to sell natural gas, which is sold in the, I think, 1,000 cubic meters uh, unit because natural gas is volumetric, not mass. So that's why it's not sold by kilograms or kilotons or whatever. It's, it's sold by uh, volume, cubic meters. But Russia used to accept euros and dollars for its gas. And the reason Russia accepted euros and dollars is because, of course, it was not disconnected from Western banking systems. And then Russia could turn around and use those euros and dollars to buy other goods and services from Western countries, you know, such as the UK and the United States and Canada and so on. Well, since then, the Western banks have stolen all of Russia's reserves and they've disconnected Russia from the SWIFT system. Basically, they have deplatformed Russia from all global banking in almost every way, except for a few banks that are still able to process some energy transactions, you know, selling oil and things like that. But since Russia was disconnected largely, then Russia really cannot spend euros and dollars. So Russia needs to no longer sell its resources in euros or dollars. And now Russia says, well, we're only going to accept rubles. All right. 
So all of a sudden, anybody in the West, Western Europe, United States, and so on, that wants to buy Russian natural gas has to buy rubles first. And then they have to pay the rubles to Russia to get the gas. So immediately, this is going to support the price of the ruble. In essence, Russia is borrowing from the Bretton Woods Agreement from the United States, which I think dates back to, what, 1974 or that roughly that timeline? Around that time. And that established the petrodollar status of the U.S. dollar because Saudi Arabia agreed to only sell oil in dollars, which meant that every other country around the world had to first buy dollars and then spend the dollars with the Saudis in order to get the oil. So that propped up the value of the dollar, and it allowed the United States and the Federal Reserve to print all kinds of fiat currency dollars without collapsing the dollar, because other countries had to keep buying the dollar anyway. So the Bretton Woods Agreement, or the petrodollar status, is what allowed the era of big government created by massive money printing or money counterfeiting by the central bank. Understand? All right. So, and that's the reason we have this massive, bloated, corrupt government today is because of massive money printing. It all comes back to the Saudis and the petrodollar and the Bretton Woods Agreement and Richard Nixon taking us off the gold standard in 1971. Okay. That's where all this nightmare began. Now, well, Russia is borrowing that strategy from the United States and working to establish the ruble as the, let's say, the natural gas dollar instead of the petrodollar, we'll call it, well, let's call it the hydrocarbon dollar, or why am I still using the word dollar? The hydrocarbon ruble. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. So instead of the petrodollar, we're looking at the hydrocarbon ruble, which means that, again, anybody that wants to buy these hydrocarbons in the form of natural gas, which are also used to make fertilizer, don't forget, nitrogen-based fertilizers need the hydrocarbons in natural gas. Otherwise, you starve from lack of food. We'll get to that in a minute. But the hydrocarbon ruble is going to replace the petrodollar. Why? Because the dollar is backed by nothing, whereas the ruble is backed by a country sitting on 30% of the world's natural resources. The dollar is backed by nothing. It's not backed by even gold. It's not backed by food commodities. It's not backed by energy commodities, nothing. The only thing the dollar is really backed by is the ability of the U.S. corrupt government to hire more IRS agents and to coerce or threaten people into having their money confiscated in order to pay off America's debts. So it's a bully nation. And that's, that's the whole point. They, all they can do now is print money and bully people and understand that there's nothing of value in American culture that seems to be remaining, at least from the point of view of, of Russia or even China. I mean, look at America. Look, look, we have this mentally incapacitated fake president that only got into office by rigging the election. And yeah, Russia knows it was rigged. China knows it was rigged. We have these pedophile school teachers grooming children genitalia mutilation, these insane uh, libtard cultural propagandists who are trying to turn everybody in, into pedophiles and transgenders. You got transgenders in the military now, and you have the military focused on transgenderism. So when the world is looking at 
sort of which race horse to bet on. You know, thinking about, oh, you know, which country's got the best future? Which country has a reliable currency? Which country has resources to back it up? Which country has the ability to actually sell goods that count in the world? Uh, America rates about a zero. I mean, under the current policies. Now, that could change with Trump back in office because then America could start exporting oil again and other things. But right now, under the Biden policies, America rates about a zero. So, you know, it's not, it's not America itself. It's the lunatics, the criminals who are running it into the ground on purpose. That's what's driving America to such low value. But if you're going to bet on a currency, you would want to bet on a currency from a country that, number one, isn't doing insane money printing by the trillions and that also has a lot of natural resources that can back the currency. So they have you know, future revenues from things that they already possess. They just have to get it out of the ground. Minerals, energy, food, things like that. And that's where Russia is, of course, incredibly strong. And America is incredibly weak under the current policies. Now, in addition to this, <laughs> Western Europe. Western Europe, they, they tried to appease the climate change lunatics and they dropped their entire fossil fuel infrastructure, or nearly all of it. They shut down the coal power plants. They even shut down nuclear, which used to power like 80% of the country of France, by the way, and it powered some, uh, quite a bit of the German power grid, not any longer. So Europe wanted to shut down domestic energy production and then just get all their energy from Russia. That was their plan. And then they wanted to claim, oh, we're green, we're so green, while they're piping in, you know, billions of cubic meters of gas from Russia to power their cities and create fertilizer and heat the commercial buildings and everything else, you know, to run their economy. <laughs> so then this happens, Russia gets cut off, total economic warfare against Russia. Suddenly Western Europe can't buy natural gas from Russia. And so Germany is in an incredible crisis. Diesel shortages are going to start appearing across Western Europe. Energy has already tri tripled or quadrupled in price. Fertilizer for farmers has gone up anywhere from 500% to 1,000%, depending on who you ask. The food scarcity, it's already now baked in. Europeans are going to be starving by the end of this year, many of them. There's just, there's no question. It's already in place. It's just a set of dominoes now. And the economies of Western nations like Germany and the UK and France and even Spain to some extent and, you know, Italy and Greece and so on, the economies are going to suffer catastrophic harm, major damage, worse than COVID because of being cut off from the energy that they wanted to rely on the energy that they themselves cut off with the economic sanctions against Russia. So how, how insane is that? Now, in America, we don't need Russian energy, although we do need a lot of minerals from Russia, including all the aluminum that goes into making Teslas. Your Tesla car is pretty much Russian aluminum, by the way, and probably also some Russian copper and some other than cobalt and so on in the batteries. But America could be energy independent, but only under sane economic policies, which we are not getting. 
So right now, Joe Biden and his puppet masters are doing everything they can to try to drive gas prices up. They want to make gas expensive. They want to bankrupt the people. They want starvation and famine and mass death and riots and chaos and revolution. Ultimately, that's what they want. And that's why they've done these things. That's why they, they declare these economic sanctions against Russia, knowing that it would boomerang back on America and it would hurt America worse than it hurts Russia. Russia's not hurting that bad, especially since all the energy they're, they're selling now to countries like India, China, or, or the Middle East, that energy has gone way up in value. So Russia is able to sell a, a lower volume of energy and actually get higher, like more money for it and to get it in rubles too. <laughs> it's just like Russia's winning in every way. And America is committing suicide. But this is the plan, you see. This has been the Obama plan all along. You know, handing over billions to Iran to build nuclear weapons while devastating the U.S. economy and driving it into bankruptcy and collapse. That has always been the plan from, from Obama. Now, in order to accelerate the total collapse of the dollar, the Federal Reserve is going to keep printing trillions of dollars. This is all by design, again, to accelerate the collapse. The dollar right now, as you're listening to this, the dollar is losing 2% per month in terms of its purchasing power, especially when you look at the things that people really buy, such as food or fuel and so on. By the end of this year, I predict that the dollar will be losing more like 3% per month the compounding starts to get insane. It won't be long before the dollar is losing. I mean, this, this might happen next year where the dollar is losing 10% per month. And you know, if you lose 10% per month in just seven months, you've lost half the value of the dollar. That's based on the rule of 72. You've lost half the value, seven months. And in seven more months, you've lost another half so really, in a little over a year, once we hit that pace, in a little over a year, the dollar will lose 75% of its value in terms of purchasing products. And what does that mean to you? That if you're paying $5 a gallon for gas today, you'll be paying $20 a gallon, probably before the end of 2023. If you're paying 5 bucks for a loaf of bread, you'll be paying $20 for a loaf of bread. And it's not that prices are going up inherently based on what you're buying. It's that the dollar is going down. And then the dollar, they're going to keep printing more trillions, of course, and they're going to push out universal basic income. Riots will be happening on a regular basis across America. People will be flipping out. There'll be massive uh, hijacking of transport trucks, looting of grocery stores. I mean, we're going to be thrust into lawlessness and some level of chaos in the cities, at least. Not, not so much in the rural areas, but in the cities, yes. And then ultimately... This goes into full-blown Venezuela mode, and the dollar starts losing 50% a month. And anybody holding on to dollars will be wiped out, probably within the next two to three years. And this is why getting out of the dollar is absolutely critical to your survival. In, in my view, I mean, you decide for yourself. You can hold dollars until they go to zero. I'm getting rid of dollars as quickly as possible and getting into physical gold and silver or ammunition 
firearms, diesel fuel. I've stockpiled thousands of gallons of diesel fuel. I've stockpiled food, of course. I'm in the business of stockpiling food. You know, land, tractors, things that matter, used vehicles. That's actually kind of a bank account is to have a used vehicle that will hold its value. Get out of the dollar as quickly as you can. Now, you know, I can't, I can't say that I'm your financial advisor. So as a disclaimer, do your own research, talk to your own experts, figure out what's right for you. But what I'm doing right now is I'm getting out of the dollar as rapidly as possible because I know what's coming. I know it's going to zero and I know what happens next and it's not pretty. If you want to look at metals, our sponsor is Treasure Island. You can learn about them at brightionmetals.com or just go to metalswithmike.com. Check their prices. They are outstanding. Check their availability. They're honest. They have amazing service. They really do what they say they're going to do. That's why they have continued to be a sponsor of ours because I continue to get good reports from our readers and listeners about Treasure Island, but consider it an option. But do your research, folks. Gold and silver, it's, it's a great option for everybody. Might not be the best option for you right now, depending on your situation. You might need more liquidity. So do your research. But this is something you should look at, metalswithmike.com. In any case, even if you don't do metals, get prepare to get out of the dollar. Prepare for the dollar to go zero. It's going to take a little bit of time. It might be a couple of years here, but it's, it's going there. There's no question whatsoever. It, 100% certainty the dollar collapses, like probably before the 2024 election, if we even have that. We'll see. All right. Uh, be safe. Be prepared. Get informed. I'm Mike Adams, Brighton.com. Thank you for listening. A global reset is coming, and that's why I've recorded a new nine-hour audiobook. It's called The Global Reset Survival Guide. You can download it for free by subscribing to the naturalnews.com email newsletter, which is also free. I'll describe how the monetary system fails. I also cover emergency medicine and first aid and what to buy to help you avoid infections. So download this guide. It's free. It's my gift to you simply because I want like-minded people to survive.